From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to another episode. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. We got a uh, Amber Lager from Nashville Brewing. You going to be able to drink yours this week, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Last week's was rough. Yeah, man. Not, uh, not my thing. I, I actually once I had a, a f- had a little bit into it, I, I kind of enjoyed it. How how did you? Uh, I think we went to. T- I'm not, I don't think we did. I know we went to Tenfold this weekend. How'd you like Yeah, they had a beers? couple beers that I like. You know, they didn't have as many dark porters, but the ones they had were really good. I like. I got that little flight, and some of even the uh, the uh, the hoppier ones were pretty good. Those cheese curds on point, huh? Yeah, I, I wasn't as big as a fan of the cheese curds as I was. The pizza was good. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the yeah, pizza. Yeah, pizza's great. Yeah, the calamari yeah. was good, but it was a good time getting out there and just an actual torrential downpour. Yeah, dude, and, and I thought it was going to be, because we could only sit outside, Thought it was going to be a little chilly. We were right under that heat yeah. lamp, bro. It was I like was, it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was I was sweating the whole time, and it's weird when like you're out there sweating in like 50 degree weather, right? Because <laughs> everyone's why it gets a little bit of wind. Uh, but how are you this week, bud? Pretty good, pretty good. Just uh, just hanging tight. I mean, we just saw each other uh, for a nice day of D and D. I I don't think we can talk about the ending of the game, <laughs> no. but uh, but no, what a it was uh, super fun. Another uh, another campaign in the uh not campaign another session of the campaign in the uh in the books uh i'm telling you man i'm 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 gonna kill <laughs> i'm gonna kill roar cochran bro he is dead <laughs> to me he is dead uh yeah well we've got uh we're finally going to see a live hockey game uh we get we get done recording this and then we're going to see the preds it's uh it's a tuesday night so they're playing the hurricanes tonight i believe uh, I'm a, I'm definitely going to go home a winner tonight because I put money yeah, on so the I. hurricane. Yeah. So. When I saw that both, uh, I think, uh, Ryan Johansson might be out. Uh, Ryan Ellis might be out and Luke Cooney might be out. I was like, Ooh, and see, I, I have the canes, uh, minus one and a half tonight. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't go for the minus one and a half, but I did take the money line. I might take the, I might take the puck line uh, on the over five and a half. Um, we usually have some pretty fairly high scoring yeah. games with the canes. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know, just to really have some, some skin in the game. If I lose my money tonight, I'm perfectly okay with yeah. that. Obviously I'd love to see them get a, get a win, but also, you know, I mean, if yeah. I'm going to lose, I want to win. Yeah. <laughs> I might put a little on the money line just in case the Preds decide to play decent and only lose by one. Yeah. There <laughs> yeah. you go. There you go. But, uh, all right. So let's get straight into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. We got a bunch on the docket. Starting off with Patrick Kane scores his 400th goal. He's the 100th player to do so. Gross. Who put that on the dock? That was me. me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, that's a super impressive feat. Um, I mean, I guess. I mean, 400 goals. That's that's quite a bit, you know. what a year that guy's having, man. I mean, it's just, I, I know we, I know we've talked about him on the 
fantasy podcast uh, a fair amount, obviously, for obvious reason. When is that guy going to not be good anymore? It's just never going to happen, it seems like. <laughs> uh, another 10 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, this one was actually pretty funny, and uh, it was very clear online that it, you could tell who's support, who's a, who are Blues fans because they were all in support of this, but Jordan Bennington decided to throw a temper tantrum and tried to fight Dubnek and Carlson uh, on his after he, loved, after he got thrown out. Uh, I lo- I not mean, thrown out, he got pulled. You know, you know, you know you were in the wrong when your teammates were joking with Carlson <laughs> after the after the fact. They're like, what? <laughs> Carlson was like, I have no idea. He's like, I'm not even a good player on this team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that was, that was pretty funny. Um, I mean, he is, uh, we've seen him throw a couple little temper tantrums yeah. out there and uh he wins one cup and thinks he can just throw a temper tantrum yeah i mean you know he's a goalie so yeah. <laughs> so and he's playing absolute garbage this year he really is the uh they're not they're not having a having a great season as you, you know, love I to thought, see it though i mean yeah i mean look does that i wasn't it may have sounded like i was complaining i'm <laughs> not uh i don't even think i have him in, in fantasy anywhere I so don't take him anywhere so um you know, I uh, I had him a few places last year, but this year I do not. So yeah. I can definitely hate on the guy. What is know? wild and I want to touch on was the double standards that goalies get. For example, say it wasn't the goalie got thrown out. If a skater had gotten like pulled from the game and had to do that and he went after a goalie, the entire the benches would have cleared. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, listen, I if mean, you're a goalie, you want to go like if you're if he had just gone after Dubnik, just talk. But no, the fact that he went over to the bench, skated by looking for trouble. First off, for, and he does a drive by. Like, can we also talk, though? Dubnik, what the hell, bro? Like, you got to square up. Like, there's not many opportunities for goalie fights. Well, from what I heard is that he, Bennington didn't say a single word. He actually, Bennington didn't say anything to anybody. Multiple reports of that. He was just like, I guess so he overheard something. He like was just throwing, he was just throwing punches, but didn't say anything. So Dubnik was probably like, what the that's, hell? And, hey, and Bennington, square up, and plus it, the, the refs did get, uh, get in between them pretty quick. Yeah, you got to square up, dude. Yeah. You know, but it's, no, he should have gone over with his mask already off. They would have dropped gloves and stick, bro. Yeah. They would have let him squ- They would let him fight. Yeah. You know, that's the great part about been, hockey. It, oh my God, it would have been amazing. I love goalie fights I are some know, of the best. I know, because it's like, it's like, two of those dudes in the big sumo suits just yeah. squaring up like they got so many pads they can barely <laughs> throw you know yeah so i thought they should have uh should have fought i mean just for you know for our enjoyment yeah so carlson also should have just like tripped him because it would have been hilarious it's like after well, no, all that but he, as you said yeah. if carlson yeah, would have done yeah anything, but the moment you go after the a, player then the player's like all right cool then yeah, i'm free the, game but the uh, well sure the player's like free game but the other players are not like that you know you exactly as you said no. if carlson would have done anything there would have been benches cleared it would have been a whole drama we would have been having to see blues fans online you just don't do that to a goalie yeah. you know uh, you just can't be doing that kind of stuff. I mean, the sharks are just mad because they're terrible. Everyone you know. knows the crease is extended to wherever the goalie oh, is. You right. don't go into the crease. <laughs> it's exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I agree. Double standards for goalies are just so absurd. It's just, you know, my thing is they're players like the the rest of them. It's always crazy to me. They're like, when, <clears throat> when, you know, when a goalie is in the wrong, and guys just playing hockey and guys get jumped because they were 
standing next to the net yeah. in a hockey game or it got like, pushed into the goalie right like <laughs> you pushed him you can't push him and into the goalie stand up and try yeah. to square up it's with not the, just the guy. players who have a double like the refs have just such a soft spot for goalies too oh i it's know it's wild oh i know man it is it is absurd you know but all right uh it's been a full year since <laughs> Jeff Skinner has scored a goal. Ooh, I think you put that rough. on there. Yeah, it is. Is it's today the rough. anniversary? Or it was, was it a little bit. It was uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, he scored one on February 29th of yeah. 2019. And that's been it. That's, that was it. Wow. Uh, that is a long time for a guy for two years ago. He was looking really good. He was looking like, okay, he's finally kind of coming into his own. I don't know if that's a deployment issue or or what, but I mean, the Sabres haven't been looking great. So, I mean, you would think deployment isn't the problem. Uh, I think it's a Taylor Hall thing. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's just brought the curse. Yeah. He's just brought the curse along with him. That is sad. I was I was I had higher expectations for them. Maybe we'll get their new GM fired yeah. again. <laughs> uh, all right, something I do want to spend a little bit of time on, and mainly because this is a guy I took first overall in many leagues. Uh, so I feel this is close to home. Uh, Zabinajad's really rough start. Uh, as a recording, he has two goals and six points through 19 games this season. Um, he had 41 goals in only 57 games last year. Since joining the Rangers, um, he's blossomed into one of the most productive centers in the league, scoring 98 goals between 2017, 2018, and 1920. Only 12 players in the league scored more, more goals during that stretch. And when you break it down to a goals per game level, he's actually cracked the top 10. So that really goes to show just how rough of a season he's having. And when players get into these, like we've seen as pro fans, we've seen some some slumps happen, but this is a slump that's insane. And honestly, it's the, the whole team's underperforming. But when you've got one of your main guys underperforming at this level, and it's not... We, we haven't seen a slump of a guy at this level. I mean, yeah. you could say Philip Forsberg, but the problem there is... is he's a, only at oh, this level in February. Well, that, and he's a winger. You know, yeah. that's... I mean, being a center, if you're not at least getting some secondary assists, and, you know, I mean, that is, that is rough. I mean, Zabinajad is a guy that is... I mean, I had high expectations for him this year as well. You know, I mean, six points. That's, uh, yeah. that's not good. And when we look at the numbers, it's not that he's not trying. I mean, are his shots going down during this slump? No, they're almost identical to previous seasons among the leaders for shots per 60, uh, uh, shot, shot attempts and scoring chances on the Rangers. He's among the leader of that. <clears throat> so the question so comes you think down, it'll to probably correct itself. Yeah. More yeah so. I mean, I don't see how it doesn't. He he's he is an elite player. Yeah. He's proven himself year in and year out. So the fix here is patience and just he's got to keep keep shooting, keep doing what you know. He can't try and go in there and overcorrect and ch completely change his style of play. I hope <clears> the, the coach isn't going to try and overcorrect him. I mean, he isn't a he. It's not like he's a young rookie who you know is who was very good in the HL is now not performing well right. in the HL. He can we know what he can do. So if you have him in fantasy, if you're a fan of the Rangers, <clears throat> Mika Zabinajad will eventually turn it around and just it's patience and keep shooting. Slumps come and go, and this one will go, pass as well. Going into fantasy, uh, obviously, this isn't a fantasy podcast, but I mean, that doesn't mean we can't talk it because we yeah. do. You can I mean, find the fantasy podcast from the fantasy goons. Fantasy every goons. Monday. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, you'd be able to listen to that as well. 
Is that a guy that you're trade targeting right now? You no. think that it's uh, going oh, to uh, as a buyer? As a buyer yes. trying to go yeah, for, yeah, trying I to go as a seller. Him. No. Um unfortunately, there's mm-hmm. only one league I'm in that I could be a buyer for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I think that that's actually a great And that's a keeper league and I'm not <laughs> selling. <laughs> um yeah, I think that it would be a good idea um if you could get Zeminajad right now and not overpay for him, I'd have to do some research about what I'd be willing to give up. Yeah. I was but, that, that's what I was in my next. Yeah, but yeah, I, I could see I, I could possibly see I wouldn't want to give anybody in the northern division right now that, you know, unless somebody's looking for some, you know, an insanely bad player in the well, northern division. To be fair, we're getting late in season. Those northern guys are going to have all been play, uh, played all their yeah. games, and then they're going to have two months yeah, of hanging still, out and waiting. I still think uh, at, at this halfway point, no. that it's still, I mean, maybe if it's like the last three weeks of the season. Do you now go in the trade deadlines passed? That I definitely agree. I would definitely be trying to buy Zabinajad if you can. My next question is going to come from Do you think that this is just a product of the. And I've, I've, I feel like I've said this word on the fantasy podcast and on the regular, but the tumultuous, tumultuous nature of the Rangers right now, do you, because of the Normally, internal issues and problems that they're having? If it wasn't Zabinajad, if it wasn't for, if his, the fact that his shot, it, the, all the analytics are there that says he should be scoring. What is, what is, you know, his shot percentage right now? Um, is, it, it's, uh, I believe it's like three. Uh, oh, that th- is normally he's low. 12. His shot percentage is more like 12. And that's way low. That seems like it's just going to self-correct. Yeah, seems exactly. Like and bad, that's, yeah, right now it, it's, it's it. just a bad slump. And that's why I'm thinking like, I don't think this is connect. I think this is just one of those things that, you know, he's getting hit in a lot of posts and he's just, you know, I, so I definitely think it will correct itself over time as long as he sticks to his game. I feel like I'm interviewing you now, but do you think it's just one of those days where he doesn't want to wake up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that I think it, all, it just hasn't been his, his month, his day or even his year. So, uh, you know, as long as, as long as his friends there in New York uh, just continue to be supportive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I think that's a really good point for a guy that we would normally be talking up a little more on a team that, again, I feel like we expected more yeah. from them. And I mean, listen, the Rangers cannot catch a break between this, the craziness with Artemi Panarin. They're, yeah, they're they're in for they're in for a long next couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. And uh, the only hope is that they I mean, the and we're, I'm going to be interested when we eventually do the main segment that we've been doing on them, because everything that's going on, does this move them from a, like, I don't even know what they would have been in before this. I assume they would have been on it because they're, I don't think they were in a push position, but I don't think they were in a tank position or so it's, they're in a weird position right now with the players they have. Yeah. And I, I have mean, to look at their cap space with everything going on. I, I mean, mean, it's almost, when you've got Zabinajad and Artemi Panarin, you, sh- I mean, you, it you almost can't seems not be future. in a push posi- uh, it position. It almost seems, almost seems future. I mean, it seems like it's uh, like a push future type of deal, but we'll talk about yeah, it, obviously, when, when we, we talk the, yeah. about it. <laughs> but, all right, let's move into news outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, Time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All right. J.J. Watt has a two-year contract with Arizona. Sorry, Titan fans. Could have told you it wasn't going to happen. I know a lot of you got your hopes up. What do you mean, sorry, Titan fans? That is great news for the Titans, whether yeah. we got him or not. So here's the thing. Yeah, I, and I was actually going to talk about that. A lot of people on Twitter and social media were really mad. And I'm thinking, like, you know what the second best thing for the Titans was? Is getting him out of the division. Yeah, absolutely. And you've just, you've just, pro- you just said it. 
on social media. Nobody yeah. cares about what they have to think. I think it's well, a, considering that JJ Watt was. I don't. You're not on social. You haven't seen the things he's been doing on social media. He was changing his description, like he was putting di- all these different uh, team names in his bio and all those things, like yeah. to tease people. He was posting pictures of like photoshopped him in, t- in in Nashville. Yeah, like there was a photoshopped picture of him beneath the wings in Nashville. Right, and people, of course, people are dumb. Like, oh my god, he's here. And he's, oh my goodness, he's signing with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so sure. I mean, uh, what's his name? The guy I really don't like, um, Terrell Lewan. He like reached out on social media and tried to get him to come, and I bet that's the reason. Why he didn't come that might be it yeah. that might be it he's like i'm not no nah, i don't want to be with you well dude. he didn't he you know maybe he just didn't want to be on your bad side by coming because of taylor lewan he's heard about the influence to be fair that have. probably would have made me make taylor lewan a little bit better like yeah. i would have liked it a little bit more because at least then he's doing something good for the yeah, team i think arizona is a really good fit for him yeah. uh i i like the move for him and i mean i guess the texans he's, he's back with d hop i guess the texans just are going to trade all of their great players to the to the desert to the cardinals yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean it, it's just one of those things that uh we're just gonna you know we got is this deshaun watson to arizona confirmed Back, backing up kyler murray <laughs> double no no they're gonna play a <laughs> double two quarterback two, two quarterback set <laughs> well, that's actually might loop into my uh uh uh, snaps my stick almost, uh, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Josh Gordon has found a new home in sports with Johnny Manziel in the fan-controlled football league with the FCF Zappers. Have you, this is the first I've actually ever re- uh, heard about this fan-controlled league. I've heard about it. I've seen I, ads on social media, but that's it. I thought it was a joke video game. I absolutely hate the idea, if we're being completely honest. Uh, I mean, the... Not that I mean, I love Flash Gordon, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, and I don't mind Johnny Manziel. I think that he's realized the problems and issues that he had uh, in the NFL. And I don't mind him getting another shot at playing yeah. foot. This is not that at all. I, I just need a reality like show of those two guys. They need to Absolutely. live together. At, well, I mean. That seems dangerous. <laughs> that seems hey, dangerous. In a league where the rules are controlled by the fans, hopefully, I think it's okay. Number one, hopefully they don't test for weed. That's got to be number <laughs> oh, one. Something Josh Gordon, 100% they're not. Josh Gordon is, uh, is uh, you know, definitely not going to make it long if he's able to uh, to get, not able to get real, real high. He's actually still going to get suspension letters from Roger Goodell in this league. I just don't like the fan-controlled aspect of it. Football's an extreme, an extremely, and now it's seven on seven, so it's yeah. a little different. But it's, it's an extremely, it's an extremely dangerous game to you for you to have. Uh, however many thousand people watching, picking your I think it's play in the dozens. Let's you. be honest here. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, well, but if you know, yeah. you start start telling social media folks they can control the football game. Well, I mean, I'm I'm basically you mean I'm I can, basically Bill Belichick. I'm basically, I'm going <laughs> to run this whole show. I'm you mean gonna, I can do four verts and an onside kick every single time? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Matt, you know, don't all out, be, you all don't, out blitz. You don't uh, want to be a punter in that league. You'll never have a job. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, it's it's just strange to me that. Um, you know, the play calling and the, the roster, you know, I mean, and, I'm yeah, excited the, about it's the it. the roster thing that really gets me because I also I also read that event like they wanted to, they wanted to the fans to control the names on the back of the jerseys and they quickly realized that's that. Oh, yeah. There will be a whole lot of football. Mc, face. Yeah, there'll be a whole lot of football. football face. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like, oh, this this is a lot of slurs. We're not going to do this. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh oh, oh. 
this guy got voted as shit wagon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm actually excited about the seven on seven aspect of it. Yeah. But really, the only thing I'm not excited about is the control of yeah. the fans. I found it weird that the NFL hasn't cashed in on doing a seven on seven during the offseason almost. Even if it is just like flag or something like that. I think that's so like just mm-hmm. where you could watch like pure like athleticism. And I'm, yeah, that's I mean, there there are these guys getting paid millions of dollars and these owners paying them millions of dollars would never allow that. I mean, because imagine, you know, I would DeAndre use, Hopkins. I, I would use practice squad guys, honestly, because at least it's then sure, something. Okay. And then the, the teams are cashing in on these guys that they're paying just to show almost them like almost like the new version of the XFL was for, you know, that was fun to watch. And then maybe have it like when we're playing NHL threes and then like at halftime, JJ Watt comes out and he's going to play for a team for a half. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. uh, So I'm kind of excited to to see how, how it goes. We'll have to, Get a team for the pod, you know, yeah. or have to. I'm know. thinking zappers. I mean, uh, I, you know, if it was just Josh Gordon, maybe Johnny Manziel. Eh, I don't know if I'm a. I'm not a really a Johnny football guy. I don't hate the guy, but I'm just, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sold on him. I gotta find the list of. So are we do we. The question is, do we want to go with location or team name? Let's. I mean, how many teams can there be? Let's run through them real quick. It's just one. <laughs> okay. No, no. Uh, the the, the web page is loading up, and the speed of the web. The oh, they. It looks that's like it's not. Like a, it doesn't. It's that, a dot io. That's not promising. <laughs> no, I don't want to give you my email. This seems like it's, this whole thing seems like a scam. To be completely honest, it's Josh Gordon and Johnny Manziel. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's the Glacier Boys, the Zappers, the Beasts, and where the Wild they, Acers. Where are they from? Uh, let me Cause look. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm sounding like it's sounding like I'm going to be partial to the Glacier Boys. Yeah, that's a dope. <laughs> yeah. uh, it doesn't look like they have locations. I think they all... And they play They're the from sp- anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> I mean, parts unknown. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, just based off of, you know, we're not going to uh, automatically pick now. Is it already happening? This game is... I don't think it's already happening. If it is, I haven't seen it because I haven't bet on it yet, so... Yeah, I mean, I have... Yeah, there's not been any any gambling, so it's not real until you gamble on it. So, but let's do a little bit of more research. We will become... We will figure out... Maybe we'll be a Glacier Boys pod from from here on. We played on a 50-yard field, two 20-minute halves of the running clock. Uh, It only stops when you score... Teams will get two franchise players selected by team owners and fans get one keeper after the first game. After that, each player goes back into the pool for a redraft the following Wednesday by another team. That's so teams redraft crazy. players unless it's whether one of the two keep uh, keepers by the. OK, so, so there's three keepers, two by I'm the a, owner, one by the fans. I'm a little less excited about that because then you're not going to have any real cohesiveness between yeah. these guys. So, so is this just gym class? <laughs> right yeah this is what it sounds like um uh, the but, betting lines are going to be absolutely wild with this yeah i know <laughs> you know like you gotta you gotta get in quick <laughs> oh my god okay uh what else do we have here uh, that's about that's it, it, for, it for outside yeah, not yeah. much news not much going on uh i did see, i saw something in where like there, there was a nascar race i think i where there was not a finisher or something like that, where no, not a single person finished because of a crash. I tried to find more info on it. That's sick. Yeah, but it, it, I it watched, there was a lot. There was a big <clears throat> ad before I could watch the video, so right. I'm not going to sit there for 30 <sighs> seconds. What, what yeah, what, what, what do you got? You know, podcaster or what something? What are you, podcaster? <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I, I'm, 
one night there was like no sports on really. Uh, we had just, we just pulled up an old night. I, I just picked a random year, 1983 Talladega race. And dude, like five people finished. Like it was, it was wild. And they had the old commercials on there. And dude, the commercials were almost the best part. Just watching those old school eighties commercials, like a, like get your Lee dungarees. You if know? you don't smoke Marlboro Reds, then fuck you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, we're gonna move into our main topic, which is tank rebuild, future or push. Today, we're talking the Kings, the Penguins, the Red Wings, and the Jets. Uh, the, really, only two of these were kind of hard for me. Uh, but let's start off with the Kings, and I, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Yeah, future, uh, future. They they got some. You know, Kings are in a weird spot. You know, they had a what was it like early two? Was it mid two thousands when they won those cups? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, when you win cups like that, and you know, unless you're someone like Pittsburgh, it's going to be a while before you're back up and running. And I think they're getting there. They got some young talent. So I mean, I think they, and, and their future, I don't think is. I think they're about five years out from being uh who where they want to be sure absolutely and you know it's tough in a place like la where and especially a place where you've recently won cups to to get your head around that i guess you know it's uh i i think it's the future as well and they're not doing completely as bad as i thought they'd be doing this year the problem, uh, the bigger problem is, is they got some pieces that are older. That how far into the yeah. future are they going to be available? Yeah. Uh, Drew Doughty, Anze Kopitar, you know, the, a couple of those guys, Dustin Brown. Uh, they have some good pieces, but I feel like it would be best for a future build for sure. Did you see the? Um, uh, they were playing the Wild, and both teams wore the retro jerseys. It was sick. Yeah. I it didn't see. I the didn't green see it, North but... Stars and the purple Kings jerseys. Oh, that's sick. It looked good. Yeah, it is. It, sick. it looked it, honestly. I I sat down. I was like, I want to go buy both those jerseys yeah, right dude. now. I love the like, North Stars. People are hating on these retro jerseys. And there are some that are bad, but for the most part, like I want to buy all of them. I want to have them all. Yeah, you. Know, it's like a Pokemon type of deal yeah. for you, huh? <laughs> uh, fun fact: Vancouver has yet to win in their retro. They're zero for five in their retro. <laughs> so keeping it realistic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, next up, we got the Penguins. You got push. I, I'm a near future. I think they're like three or four years away from being able to push. But I think, especially in the weird COVID year, that I, I don't think they have it what it takes this year to be a true contender. Um, they've got a lot of really good young talent, like really young talent. You've got Pierre Olive uh, Joseph. Um, he. I've got him as a kid to watch. He's 21 year old D man. He's playing with Chris Letang. They called him up from the taxi squad after all their injuries and he's playing very well. He has, you know, on the score sheet, he doesn't look great, but all the, the, the eye test looks very good. Um, and just playing with Chris Letang is, is great for any young D man. And then, like who's, I said, who stayed relatively healthy this year, which is always surprising for. Letang. And then, you know, I talked about in the preseason, uh, Kasperi Kapanen, and a guy, a young guy who I absolutely love. I, I did drop him in one league, kept him in the others. Um, but he's playing with he's paired with Malkin and they are really meshing. Originally, Kapanen was going to be with Crosby, which, by the way, um, 
you might get a, another postponement game because Crosby and two other Penguins got put on the uh, the COVID list today. Woo! So. I'm I'm killing you in postponements, <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm destroying. <laughs> but but matching your wins, no yeah. problem. You know, yeah. uh, I I have pushed because you got you because of two names you just you just named Malkin and Crosby. Yeah, I mean those are guys that can win cups. They've won cups in years that you, we didn't think that they exactly, could win. Them. Yeah. Um, and so I, I feel like when you have that opportunity, you push for yeah. a cup because any anybody can win a cup. And hey, if they win the cup, I'll year. say, yeah, I said near future as in like three it's weeks, like, you know, <laughs> like this season. Yeah, near. very near future. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't I, it's, it's not that it's one of those. This is one of those type of segments where nobody's really wrong because yeah. it's just an opinion of what you think they should do. I, I mean, I don't disagree that. You know, they need some some rebuilding. But I mean, a guy like Jake Gunsel and, you know, they they how I mean, probably forever. But uh, but how long are you going to be able to maintain Crosby and Malkin? And, and so I, I, I'm, I'm just leaning on the side of push. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't disagree yeah. with your and, near future. And the Penguins are in a really good spot that a lot of their big names, they're I, I think or would be willing to take hometown discounts. Yeah, I don't I don't I mean, see that they I don't see that they would. Obviously, for sure. yes, uh, you know, big stars can demand a lot of money, but guys like Malkin, Crosby, are you I don't think anybody would ever think that they would you know, change change teams simply because they want a shit ton more money. If it comes down to what is essence pennies sometimes, they're they're going to stay with the Penguins. They're they're a fan favorite. Uh, they, you know, they built their entire career there. You know, it's not like, you know, a guy like, you know, when you get those, you know, maybe high to mid grade guys like Matt Duchesne, Taylor Hall, they're going to be shopped around. Crosby's not, I don't think for the most part, he's going to be shopping around for the highest bidder, no matter what, when it comes to, I don't think Crosby as much as Malkin. I could see Malkin leaving and wanting to create his own legacy somewhere. But I think he also knows that playing with Crosby is great for his career. And he want. I mean, I think a lot of those guys. Yeah. Re- recognize yeah but, but once you go, once you get to a point where you've not that he doesn't want to yeah. win more cup, but you've won three yeah. cups. Yeah. I mean, obviously and... Phil Kessel did it. He just went with whoever had the most hot dogs. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But I mean, that's just because he's like a five, six guy like us. He's just a regular guy yeah. that just really loves hot dogs. I yeah. mean, he needs money because he knows how many hot dogs he's going to buy when he retires. Yeah. That's his thing. I, I mean, these guys have made, plenty of money i'm sure and i'm sure they've been smart with their money it's more of i think that i think that unless they I went to the evander kane school of uh of economics i would imagine <laughs> that these two guys did not yeah. <laughs> uh but i i would just say you know crosby's legacy is set not that malkin's isn't set but i feel like malkin could potentially want to explore can i do this by myself type of deal uh before it's too late to find out one way or the other. But um, but no, I don't I don't disagree yeah. with your your near future. Talking about Detroit, uh, we wanted to have a little bit of fun comment before we have to talk about Detroit. Yeah. Uh, so I've got Tank. Uh, I just I've got future Tank. Yeah, they, they got a couple, got a couple of young guys. I think their biggest issue here is I don't see uh, a future in the in, in the crease. They're going to have to make a move. No, no. I mean, you know, but I, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, that's why I have future yeah. tank because I mean, uh, one piece of, of the puzzle doesn't nece- necessitate an entire tank and yeah. tanking is not necessarily going to help if there's not a 
goalkeeper. Yeah. And that goalkeeper that they may get is not going to immediately be able to come in and play yeah. in the NHL. It's not like uh, not like other sports. What I was reading now. was an article that came out today. Was It was talking about the most likely assets that they could trade for. Jordan Bennington was number one on that list. So the question is, would Jordan Bennington make a big difference in Detroit? No. If anything, I think not they, right now. I, no. I think that they would drag. I think Jordan Bennington would be dragged down because he's the kind of person that is uh, is unable to bring a franchise up with him. He will Agreed. get dragged. He will get dragged down with Detroit. And so I, I think that they need a couple more good, solid picks. They've got some great young talent, but I don't think that they are. I don't think they were within five years at the rate they're going of being where no. they want to be. No, I mean, because because he, because some of these guys are great for the future, but they don't seem like they're showing it. Yeah. You know, there's there's flashes from Larkin, but it's, it's and Bobby Ryan's looking good. But at the same time, like, that, I mean, he's definitely not a future piece. Yeah. You know, he's I like, mean, what, that's 35? the problem. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, they're, they're pieces that are performing are not going to be there when they want when they realistically can make a push yeah i mean and it's not like a team like that uh, that we'll talk about at some point like the senators who are not looking great been looking great lately but like but like still i keep overall not looking great betting on who they're playing thinking uh, eventually this hot run's gonna an idiot (laughs) (laughs) no uh but like guys like thomas shabbat and they've got some pieces that you can see to build a future around with some cheaper guys around them it's more of it's it seems like look we're gonna you're gonna need to bring a lot more pieces in just a couple of guys is not going to make a huge difference in my mind. By the way, I did a controlled test last night. I blame you for losing those bets because I, I, I put a $250 bet on a college game. Didn't tell you about it. Won it. So I'm telling you, bro. I tell, I tell, you know, me Obviously joking, you, it but is, no, it's, it's me. Uh, all right. So we're going to uh, doing the jets and why don't you start us off? Okay. I have a, I have push. It's, it is, you know, I, I looking at yours, I, I agree. They have they have a lot of money into a few big guys right now with Brandon Wheeler. And, I'm sorry, Brandon Blake Wheeler. Hey, shout out Brandon Wheeler, uh, Blake Wheeler, uh, you know, Pierre-Luc Dubois. I think that and then what they're second in the in the north right now. Uh, yeah, they are there. Yeah. I mean, I, I see, I mean, Hellebuck, obviously, uh, last year's Vesna winner, really like their defense. I like a lot of the pieces they have. Mark Shifley, I think that they're poised for a push. Uh, I think that getting the, I don't want to call him a locker room cancer, but for all intents and purposes, Patrick Line, the locker room cancer of what it seemed like, especially with everything that's going on in, in Columbus right now with him. I, uh, I, I just think that the push is a, it's a good time to push for them. They don't have those monkeys on their back that are normally in with them on the central division. They've got a hard division, obviously. Yeah. They really said, screw the Preds. They're like, no, you're always going to pay, play Patrick Lane. Yeah. We're, we're exactly. keeping Patrick Lane in your exactly. division. <laughs> and they're going to trade back for him <laughs> yeah. whenever. Um, um <clears throat> 
Yeah. So what what do you have? Yeah. First off, I had a wild uh, typo, I guess. I have here in my notes, they have talent that won't want to win a cup. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like what, what could I possibly mean? I'd so push. Yeah. I was like, I think I just actually put won't in there for some reason because in my head, I'm like, fuck the Jets. Can't they stop, don't won't stop. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I have pushed, but in brackets, I have a weird. They are at a very weird time. They are, I think, where the Preds are the year after they won the President's Trophy. They their window is closing and it's closing fast. Yeah. So I have, they need to shit or get off the pot. They either need to push really, really hard this year, knowing that the, this year is the year, or they need to take a step back and say, listen, if we push hard and don't win, taking off uh, by enough more than we can chew. Well, they have a, they have a good yeah. rebuild. But core my biggest too. issue is the longevity of Connor Hallibach. He was great last year. The question is, can he win multiple seven game series? I don't think he can. He's getting he's like 29. He's almost 30. And I don't think that the, their backup goalie. I can't remember who it is. I had the stats up earlier. He's not he's not, you know, I mean, that's tough to say, though, with Pekka <clears throat> doing what he did at 32, yeah, 33, 34. Yes, but I, we can't know. we can't possibly look at that and say that's the rule. Listen, sure, Kyle but could certainly and it, I, I'm not saying he's a bad goalie. He's a great goalie. And I think that he could do one. Bobby hates the Vezina winner 2020. I, I think confirmed. I think that he could. I mean, how did how did Pex do after his Vezina year? I mean, decent, mediocre. Yeah, mediocre. I mean, we, we've seen. But he won it at what? At what age did he yeah, exactly, win the no, Vezina? But here's the weird, the weird thing about hockey is that goalies are so unpredictable. Imagine if it was. A, imagine if I told you that a winger. For, imagine if I told you that Connor McDavid, the best player in the league one year. He's a center. Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> a, a, sca- a Ford. Imagine if I told you that a Ford like Connor McDavid, uh, if he had the same career highs and lows like a goalie, which is he wins, he's the great, he's the best playing league, but then somehow he's the the bottom third of the league, and then like that's how goalies are. Goalies can go from being the best in one year to one of the worst. So, well, but the different the difference in that is is goalies are beholden to. The play they get in front of exactly, them. and that, that's what I'm talking about. Though, so we have to take that into account when we're talking about can this team win a cup? Because at the end of the day, when when, when I think that a team should push, it's can they realistically win a cup this year? And I think that the Jets could be, but it really it, the they, de- they, the- they need <clears throat> like every team has everyone who's ever won a Stanley Cup. They need the bounces to go their way. They my, need a GM who that's can make my argument yeah. right there. They need the bounces to go their way. Dallas was a team that before the season stopped last year, the team that lost and got shut out twice by that Predators team, did we think that they could go as far as they did in the Stanley yeah. Cup playoffs? No, that's, that's my point. Wild. Was, and so that is what I'm saying. When there's that minuscule opportunity, I'm going to lean towards push over a rebuild yeah. any day of the week yeah. when there's that put, minimal chance. I mean, I, listen, I put push down here. I but yeah, I, no, I, I think I, they I should know. push, but they have to do it in a way they can't they they can't do what a lot of teams do, which is you know if you're good they can't not go all in. If you're gonna push, you got to go all in. You can't sit back and say you know what <clears throat> we're gonna put we're gonna push and make some moves at the deadline, but, see, but, but I, we don't want to give up too much because then what happens is uh, then they see, get the, where, then they end up getting nothing. That's they end where up I disagree. That's where I disagree with that they you. They got to trade away that become UFAs. That they might get. A That's couple where of, I disagree with you though. Is the when the Predators went to the Cup. It wasn't like we were in this massive push zone and sold yeah. all of our assets to get new pieces to come in. 
realistically. But I think that everyone agrees that that run is one of those. Like, I'm not saying it's never happened, but those are one of those runs where, you know, that they they were thankful they got in. And that listen, they played great in the playoffs. That first series against Chicago. Should they have had to replay that <laughs> Chicago series? I mean, <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're supposed to listen to Reddit. No, but see, but that is I mean, that's my point in a. I think that that you can do a good mix of looking to rebuild, but also having that opportunity. This Jets team is a ton better than that Preds team yeah. was. Oh, for sure. And, and I mean, that Chicago team so, was nasty. You know, do you think that they are beating Colorado in a seven game series? I think that they could. Do absolutely. Get, do you think they're beating Vegas in a seven game series? I think that they could. See, that's my okay. point is I think that are they, they beating, could. Are they, beat beating, those are teams. they beating Toronto in a seven game series? Uh, yeah, we've seen Toronto play in the playoffs yeah. the past yeah. few years. Yeah, they could. <laughs> I think yes. I guess that would be a five game series. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. So you say <clears throat> I think that they could. Yes, they could overtake Toronto in a five game series. I don't think that they could beat Colorado in a seven game series. No, no. I, I want to be clear on what I'm saying. Obviously, is, any, anything can happen. I, but do I if if it happened right now, do I think Colorado would win the playoff series seven games? Yes. Do I think that they absolutely could go out and the pucks bounce their Obvi- way? Yeah, and obviously win? I'm not asking. That's yes. why I'm not saying can like if I wanted an easy answer, I'd say can Ottawa be? I mean, so yes, but I think that realistically, <clears throat> when as sports fans and a- analysts, we have to look. We you know yes, I mean I and like listen, if you're asking though, I like <clears throat> uh, a lot of the playoffs come down to goalie situations, and I like the Jets goalie situation a lot better than Colorado's. Yeah, listen, so, I think that. When it comes to goal goaltender situations, I think that Colorado makes up for it with their firepower, and you know, and they yeah, play, they play but, deep. They but play exactly well. as you said, we had a whole segment earlier talking about one of the best players in the league, one of the top ten per game goal average scores in the last how many years? Uh, I we talked talk about Zibanejad. Yeah, uh, he was up for like since 2018, 2017. So so three years, and then he went cold. Yeah, and so. So goalie situations mean a lot more to me in the playoffs than the reason that the Predators went to the the Stanley Cup playoffs or the Stanley Cup final in 2017. Pecorino. because he got hot at the right time. I mean, yeah, we scored goals and stuff, but so so if you're asking, I would choose Colorado right now in a seven-game series, but like 51 to 49. Percent yeah. because of the goalie situation, yeah, and, so. and that's part of being that's part of hockey. I mean, but at the end of the day, we both agree that they should push. Yeah, um, that was I, a I, really I, big yeah. argument for yeah. us to agree. Yeah, which we happens way more, <laughs> way too show. often. Yeah, uh, all right. arguing over little points of the argument, like, yeah. bro, you're at fifty one percent. You really should be at forty eight. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's fifty one versus fifty two because yeah. we're both on the same side. All right, let's move into our games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All right, we've got a good lineup of games. The current record update. I've got one game remaining left for this week. I am 17, 16, and 1. That one being a postponed game. Still wild that we've picked as few postponements as, as we have. I'm starting uh, to beef mine yeah. up, though. <laughs> uh, Bondo's at 17, 15, and 3. So even with those postponements, he is keeping up with me on wins. 
Uh, but we'll see uh, what happens tonight. I don't remember what game I have tonight. Did you see it when you were putting the record? Uh, up yeah, there I actually kept it up because in case you asked, we, you have the Blues versus the Ducks uh, oh, and have wow. a Blues That's winner. Gonna... So probably going to get a win. What on was that. my reasoning for that? I had a reasoning for that, right? Because because uh, you wanted to pick a game that we. I had like really a legit picked. reason when I picked that game. I think of the oh, I, it's it's the uh, it's the uh, national game. No, okay, no, that's tomorrow night. Actually, I'm sorry, okay, but night. it's the national yeah, game. That and I mean, I want to. Maybe hey, you know what? I think that with Trevor Zegers playing so well, maybe he goes out there and gets his first uh, Hattie as a uh, as an NHLer. Maybe so. Yeah, and wins it. Maybe uh, so. So you know, but mainly that was you know, listen, young talents fun to watch. And with so many, I I think I'm exactly what it was. I wanted to change up the matchups. We yeah, the matchups. Yeah, yeah that's just what so I many said. different matchups. That was literally yeah. what I the first thing I said. He said, well, "No, yeah. there was a good reason." Yeah. Like I was like, "Yeah," because you didn't want to keep picking yeah. the same teams. <laughs> <laughs> um, so starting off uh, tonight. Uh, for release day, I've got Blue Jackets versus the Stars uh, at 7.30. I think that the Stars are ho- maybe hopefully going to start playing all their games, but they've got to start here because <laughs> technically they're in last place, uh, but they're going to need to come out strong. They are having some some minor issues. Uh, so they need a good performance against such as their electrical grid. Yeah, <laughs> they need a good performance uh, from uh, their, their stars. Um, but I'm um, uh, it's meta, <laughs> yeah. Uh, against a struggling Blue Jackets, so I've got the Stars beating the Blue Jackets. Okay. Uh, technically, mine should have gone first because mine will come out before mine will play before his does on release day, Thursday the fourth. I'm the Flyers uh, playing the Penguins. Uh, that's a 6 p.m. game. I had the Flyers winning that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a good matchup. It traditionally is. Uh, you know, it's going to be pretty heavy hitting game. They usually get pretty chippy in those games. But I think uh, I think the Philadelphia portion of Pennsylvania is going to pull this out. Yeah, uh, I agree with you on there. <clears throat> Uh, what do you got on Friday? I have the Capitals playing the Bruins and uh, I believe the first place Capitals Ooh. as we uh, as we report right now. Yeah. First place Capitals with yeah. 28 points of uh, two points uh, in front of Boston. This is uh, Friday the 5th at 6 p.m. They're hot right now. And I mean, so hot right now. So hot right now. Uh, I'm uh, I'm basically Mugatu. As as often <laughs> as we do that, I need to get a soundbite of that. So hot right now. Um, <clears throat> uh, I had the Capitals actually winning. I've been really. I've been my 17 wins that I've kept up with you on have been really great for uh, the Bruins. Have been really helpful to to beef that up. I'm going against the 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 the. Uh, the Bears. <laughs> uh, so I had the Capitals winning on Friday. Is a Bruin just a bear? Yeah. Is it a, spe- is it a, spe- is a, it a specific like a type of bear? Or a black bear? I think it's a brown bear. But is it like different than just a brown bear? It's a brown bear is all it is. Hmm. That's that's what it is. Uh, population of brown bears. The brown bear is a large bear species found across Eurasia and North America. In North America, the populations of brown bears are called grizzly bears. I don't feel like that is accurate, that all brown bears are not grizzly bears, right? They're specific. I don't know. Is it, wait, is it saying all brown bears are grizzly bears? It just, spe- it just specifically says, this is uh, are brown bears and grizzly bears the same? They're the same species, but grizzly bears are considered uh, currently considered to be a separate subspecies. So... So Bruin is not a grizzly. 
Um, let me let me ask that. Bruin is a folk name for a bear. It's a folk name. Oh, look at us, all folky. Winky, winky. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, got a little distracted there. All right, uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I've got on Saturday. I've got or actually, actually you, got, you got a one. PM. I've got a one. Take, yeah. I've got one p.m. or uh, Panthers playing the Predators Saturday at one p.m. Not a national game, weirdly enough. But it's as, this is in Nashville, so yeah, I'll be there. By the time that you hear about this, you have some chance to to grab some tickets uh, to go to this game. I have the Panthers winning that. Yeah. Uh, we've had a couple of of close calls with them. I would imagine they're going to come in roaring another, mad. Hey, hey, another thirteen goal game. <laughs> but I realistically picked it because it's a battle of the cats. <laughs> so, uh, so I think that the uh, Florida Panther is going going to kill the saber tooth tiger which is just yes. a skeleton it's dead <laughs> all right uh on saturday 6 p.m i've got the jets versus the habs uh this is a the not it's not a it's a they play the habs play the next night and i think the jets are going to pick up a win uh that night the habs are struggling i think that they need to get back on track but i don't think this is the game that they get back on track with um and moving on to sunday uh i've got the senators versus the habs and i think that listen the sens have been looking good lately uh, up at, and to coin your term, Hottawa, uh, Hottawa, so, baby. And, but I, th- I, I think the Habs will get, uh, we'll get back on track. Um, if it's backwards, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm taking the Habs over the Sens on Sunday. That's an eight 30 PM, uh, start time in central. So, yeah. So my last, last week on the game of the games of the week, I had the jets have Nadians. And so I said, put, put your money where your mouth is and, uh, bet on the Habs since that's who I picked to win. I should have just bet on the opposite. So I could at least won once, but, uh, for my Monday game, I have the golden Knights playing the wild. This is a 7 PM game. I have the golden Knights winning that. Uh, though I was very torn and I really thought about picking the wild in this game. Yeah. So I want both these teams to wear their retro reverse jerseys. I think That'd that, be sick. I think that honestly this year, every team should have worn their retro verse all every game. Did you, uh, just since you brought up retro jerseys a couple of times, you know, that, uh, Patrick Marlowe has now been playing hockey so long and a lot of it being with the when sharks, he started he played was playing in that jersey he's well but he it, and they've brought it back twice <laughs> since he's been since he's been playing there he's played in the retro he played in the jersey played in the retro jersey and now they're bringing back the jersey that, was, that he started playing in again that was like uh meg and i were watching a show last night and they like these like it's a, like it's uh, a show about high schoolers and they were talking about what they wanted to be for Halloween. they were like let's do some retro and vintage so like let's go with britney spears holy crap and i'm like that's my girl I'm back like, in how the day old though, are by we? the way that's not vintage we are yes it is bro <laughs> that is what are you talking yeah, about yeah, that's no. not vintage that is literally like I guess pre two thousand, realistically. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that um, was my chick, though. You know, I mean, you know, some people were Christy, Christine Aguilera, some people were Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears, my girl. You know who I was? Uh, Haley Williams from Paramore. I do not know that. You're a little younger than me, but uh, not not by that much. Paramore. Not great, Bob. What? <laughs> oh, don't talk. Don't talk shit about Paramore, yeah. bro. Yeah, I'm gonna. Right. I'm gonna. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I believe that it is 
you? Uh, you yeah. have a, I've got uh, Preds versus the Canes uh, Tuesday the 9th. Um, I've got the Canes in that one. I think that the Preds are... Listen, don't judge the Preds off their recent quote-unquote success over the last couple uh, nights uh, from recording. Uh, they are not a good team, uh, frankly. And especially if... I mean, if we have to completely... Uh, even rely when they on it, Philip Forsberg every night, like I don't think they're, even, I don't think they're making the playoffs. This even year. when we play good, it's like we're playing good. They decide, hey, should we just make a lazy pass across the middle yeah. of the ice so the other team can get a breakaway? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the other night, uh, Pecorino let in three very, very soft goals. And it seems like every time Pecorino has a good game, everyone's like, oh, see, Pex is a great goalie. I mean, he's showing his age like every other night. Our uh, defense has not been living up to par. I didn't think that we were going to be a huge goal scoring team, but our defense has been playing very weak. Yeah. Well, when you literally can't score it for an entire period all season, it really hinders you how many goals you can score when we you're only playing at play two, thirds. two thirds of the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Why don't you? Uh, yeah, take- I have the Jets playing the Maple Leafs, and I think I only highlighted half. I think only one of the Leafs just the Leafs to not win. the Maple part. The, so I get uh, I get double if the Leafs win. Half if the <laughs> Maples win. Uh, no, I have the Maple Leafs and the Jets. I do have the Maple Leafs winning. This is Tuesday the night at 6 p.m. I uh, had a couple. I mean, the top two teams in the Scotia North battling it out. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm yeah. so there's the Scotia North is so easy to remember. I don't remember any of the other three divisions. I think it's Discover Central. Yeah, see, I don't I don't care about and it. I either. think it's Toyota West or I Nissan. Know. I, don't, I know. don't know, but it's but I just I, all I remember the only one I actually remember is the Scotia companies. North. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, rounding off mine, I've got Rangers versus the Pens, and I think Zabinajad will come out of his slump, but not that night. I've got the Pens. Uh, I I, th- I think the Rangers just won't score. Uh, I, I'm 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 gonna say a two one, maybe a two nothing win for the Pens. Okay. I, I think it's going to be a low scoring event, but I'm going to go with that. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking that's going to be a higher scoring event. Really? Something like, like a four uh, one, uh, something like a, I'm going to go with like a five, three game on that. Yeah. Not that it matters for points wise or <laughs> yeah. anything, but uh, you know, we're, we've been battling all day. So I want to just go against <laughs> you here. All right. Well, something that we'll both be able to agree on. Hopefully uh, we got our joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. See, I don't like this. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. This is amazing. <laughs> this I look, love it. I'm sorry. Is My, this Marjorie Taylor Greene in this photo? I this looks like her. Might be. <laughs> Alabama woman face uh, faces felony charge after stealing's neighbor stealing neighbor's goat and painting it. My favorite part about this Erica Marie Farmer. <laughs> she that's her name, Erica Marie Farmer. She was not the farmer. She was not the livestock farmer. She was the thief in this whole in this whole incident. Uh she 
She was arrested for the crime. Farmer faces a theft of property second charge. Uh, According to the officials, the theft of any livestock in the state of Alabama falls under a felony guideline. They don't play with livestock in Alabama. You're getting felonized. Uh, They say she removed the goat from her neighbor's property and brought it to show her, brought her to her house to show her child. They say at some point she decided to paint the animal and post photos on social media. That's the key. I'm just glad we left Florida, but only to go a little bit north to Alabama. Uh, They say when the goat's owner discovered the animal, they say when the goat's owner discovered the animal was missing. They called a different neighbor to ask if they had seen the goat. And at that time, the neighbor told them photos of the painted animal had been posted on social media. (laughs) The goat's owner called authorities. Deputies say the goat was still at the suspect's house. (laughs) Yeah. So as someone who like grew up on a goat farm. Yeah. Like. There are some goats who can be worth like twenty thousand dollars, but also goats can be mean as hell. So yeah. like, I'm I'm impressed that she was able to pay. It does not. I am a little sad that no it does the goat. not specify what the goat was painted as. I have. I would put. I would bet dollars to donuts that it was painted like a rebel flag. <laughs> that's a good. That, that's a solid bet. Uh, that's see. That's that's money. I mean, yeah, I'm putting up money and only getting donuts back. But I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty much gonna win that bet, right? Yeah. This is and her face, like her face in this mugshot. She's just like, yeah, I did it, and I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, and you know, and it's like one of those situations where you know what she's done. But for a lady from Alabama with a mugshot, she doesn't look like the person that you would see with felony charges from Alabama. I'm not saying she's a cutie or anything by any means, but she doesn't look like she does a copious amount of meth. So. I have a question. Do you, in, in the state of Alabama, do you think there's more people with uh, high school degrees or felony charges? I would say... I mean, not, not counting GEDs. To be fair, it is Alabama high school, though. So I would say, I would say probably it's one to one. It's I mean, it, we're, we're many times they're given out both at the same time there. You get your high school degree. You get to continue to go yeah. to your local high school when you're in prison. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times they're the same building. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, your dad's the principal. Yeah. So and the warden and your brother. Yeah. <laughs> and also a felon <laughs> and also himself a felon. Yeah. He's actually in the prison with you. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, uh, what a the term, joke. The term man. inmates running the prison is about Alabama. What? Uh, when are people going to realize that if you want to be a felon? And I'm not advising it at all. I, you know, I would say don't be a felon, but definitely don't be a felon that posts your felonies on social media. That yeah. is ridiculous. Your neighbor, like your friends with your neighbors on social media, they see this picture and they just tell your other neighbors, like, like what's the thought process here? Oh. Little Billy, you want pictures with a goat? Well, let's just go take the goat. Should we go and talk to our neighbors? Who more than likely see, be willing to say, yeah, I'll be the goat Absolutely. No problem. It's a goat. I would love for, to show off my goats. I would imagine people that, uh, especially in, Al- in the midst of Alabama, that are huge goat heads, they're like, yeah, 
I'm going to show the hell out of my goat right now to you, bro. Like, yes. And you're just like, let me steal it. But then you're like, also, this isn't a, this is a gray colored goat. I don't know if they have gray goats. Yes, they do. This is not pretty enough for the pictures on social media. You know what this bad boy could use? The Southern Cross. (laughs) (laughs) I think the uh, biggest issue is that I mean they they took away the farmer's spouse because I mean they, let's be honest this farmer was definitely married to this goat they they've taken away a sibling a spouse yeah uh, what I would also assume to be a daughter <laughs> of some kind um, yeah so I mean and what was also probably protecting some sort of donkey or something you know you realize the donkeys protect the goats right oh i've seen a goat in action bro the goats the goats are wild okay all right uh let's move on to what's snapping your stick bobby and brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks All right. Uh, so I was looking for something to. I, there was so there was we've claimed about a lot of things. So every once in a while I try and go on Reddit. I'm like, all right, well, what are other people bitching about? And there's a lot of things. I'm like, why are you bitching about this? Then one came across. I'm like, you know what? I agree with this one. Yeah, I uh, I don't want to. It's like I'm not. I guess I'm going to snap your stick here because I'm going to sort of defend the opposing point but not that's like fine. to a point yeah not like not what's like that my stick is like a full-on it, it's an opinion like this is you know and that's um the people who this are, is america though my opinions are facts yeah. <laughs> is the uh triple option truthers um first off uh and yeah i guess i've always tried to put it in words the last couple of years because i hate when teams do it it's outdated and it doesn't work unless you have a very unique situation First off, it makes recruiting harder. Big schools aren't going to do it. Um, that it works for it works for schools like Navy and Army and Air Force, uh, Georgia beca- Tech. Yeah, because you can uh, you you can go out and recruit the guys, maybe the, the quarterbacks who are maybe more athletes and not true, true just quarterbacks. Um, and yeah, there are pros, uh, but there are a lot more cons that outweigh it. Um, and not to mention, if you ever have to get a new coach who doesn't run the triple option, that you got to beat that mindset out of them. Um, and not to mention. Generally, they do not, though. They eh. just stick with the trip trip option. Yeah. You know, which is then they'll just end up fired in two years because it doesn't work. Well, <laughs> OK, um, I'm going to let you yeah. finish. Um, not to mention that you're you're using a system that is a very unique system that mo- pro teams. I don't I very rarely use the, the triple option. So you're getting these these players ready <clears> for a system that they're not going to be using. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, kill it and burn it with fire. Uh, and I have an asterisk there, but I forgot to put what the asterisk means and I forget. So maybe, maybe the my asterisk is time for me to talk. Sure. Go for imagine. it. Uh, it's, I don't necessarily disagree cool, so with we'll, we'll anything, <laughs> you were, anything you were saying. Except for I do and every part of it. <laughs> um, it is outdated. It doesn't work. I put that in air quotes. It does sort of work, though. 
there are triple option teams that cause that wreak havoc for the big teams that they have that they play. When Georgia Tech is not a big school, Air Force is not a big football school. They play teams and a lot of these teams get money from big teams that they play. We pay you to, for us to come and destroy you. Yeah. You can't justify as a, as, well. as well, yeah. You can't justify as a SEC's coach or an ACC coach or or whatever to practice before the season against a triple option because you're not going to be playing it all year. That's not what you need yeah. to be focused on. I do on. want to inject that's actually what my asterisk was, that teams like Air Force and, and these smaller schools, like I said, because of the recruitment situation with recruiting people for the triple option, it, it is a viable option for small schools. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. And so and so they can come in and upset you because you're just not ready for it and you don't need to be ready for it because as a, because of everything that you've said. I think it gives guys a opportunity to go and play college football. I mean, you're playing football at Air Force or you're playing football at Georgia Tech. Bro, you ain't playing football for life for the most part because you're a smart dude. I mean, you got to be a smart dude to get into Georgia Tech regardless of whether you're great at football or not. The NFL doesn't use it. I would like to argue that point that, no, they don't use the triple option in, in classic terms. But run-pass option has become a main force and a mainstay in the NFL with guys like Kyler Murray and Deshaun Jackson and Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Watson. I mean, I like, he could run right. it. He could run it. Deshaun Watson and, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson. And even guys like... Ryan Tannehill are able to to utilize this this skill set of the option is more of a decision making process more than it is a play style. The run pass option is uh, an extremely valuable part of the NFL now. And so it's not the triple option like you're saying where you line up with a fullback and a halfback and you run and you option it. But I don't think that it should be killed and burned with fire. One of the greatest receivers that we've ever seen played football at Georgia Tech, Calvin Johnson, Megatron. I mean, there there is some value to it. And I so I don't it, it's one of those things where it's like I agree with you, but I don't because of specifics within that within that disagreement, I, I guess. So should it probably be phased out? Yeah, but when Georgia Tech fires their coach, their next coach runs the triple option generally, just because that's how their recruiting yeah. is set up. Nobody expects Georgia I mean, Tech to be, have to go somewhere. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Georgia Tech. Nobody expects Georgia Tech to be a powerhouse and win a national championship. I think it gives a lot more guys opportunities to bust into the league because it's a niche area and a niche yeah, skill set and i do want to <clears throat> be certain that people are aware i'm not yes i, I don't like the triple you said option kill it and burn it with yes. fire <laughs> okay yes but i'm also specifically and now i realize my wording's not great 
talking about the people who think that triple the triple option is the end all be all that everyone should be using it, it is and that's not. why i did but defending the triple option like okay listen yeah if you I can like, agree with that there are teams and, and positions where the triple option works but if you if you're if you're sitting there your sports book saying run the triple option saban it'll right. work sure. like no like that i, I feel like the Alabama fans are probably not screaming <laughs> that. There's probably some other fan bases yeah. that are like, let's switch up to the triple option. I would imagine that the uh that the Alabama fans just the one time they not. lose every three years. Uh no, I I don't necessarily disagree with you, but option attack was and will be again, since it's coming back, literally the best and most fun part of NCAA football. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the option attack, baby. That's yeah. my jam. Okay. I do like to think that that's somewhere there's just an Alabama fan that just criticizes Alabama for not running the option. They're like you could have, you could have won five in a row. With there the was option. these. There was the. There's this SEC short of uh, you know right before Saban got hired there, they were talking about bringing in Rich Rodriguez from from Michigan, and so there's this SEC short of this guy. You've seen the SEC shorts, I've seen right? A couple, yeah. yeah. So you know that guy. He was uh, he's a he was an Alabama fan. Rich Rodriguez, truther. He's like, I mean, you know, five national championships. That's great. We'd be sitting at seven right now with Rich Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. You should definitely watch it. But um, okay, so my sports is actually a little bit of a uh, little bit of a meta cho- choice. I the same as you feel like I've complained about anything and everything. I mean, we've been doing this for over a year. That means I had to find over 50 things to complain about in sports. And I can't remember everything that I have complaints about in sports. So I was like, oh, let's see what other people are are complaining about. So I'm looking at articles complaining of uh, things, annoying things in sports Those or are complaints worst. in sports. The articles themselves are the worst yeah. thing in sport. Like either, this was like a self-fulfilling prophecy things, that you did. Either thing, either the things that they said were were they themselves stupid, and you can't even tell why these guys are sports fans in the first place, or they're obvious as as, as hell. There was one that was like a fifty things that annoying things that sports fans do, and number one was like. Sports fans getting way too drunk and puking all over everything. Yeah. I mean, look, that is my personality. First off. Right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That is outside of sports and inside of sports. But no, like, yeah, people yakking all over themselves in public is annoying. Yeah. You know, like that's annoying. I agree with you, but not because it happens in sports. I mean, you know, like that's like saying I was at this bar and some, some jackass Got way too drunk and puked on himself. That's not inherently a sports issue. That's a guy that got too drunk in public and yacked all Which we've all done. (laughs) Which, you know, it happened. Yeah. It's annoying. I get it. But it was like, it was so ridiculous that the articles themselves are the thing that snaps my stick. It was, it was, they were, they were so bad. I don't know if we were on the same list, but there was one uh, towards the top that was like, oh, the college football season is way too short. It's like, but it's college football. Like that's part of the magic of college football. It, you know, it burns bright. Like if it was like if it was co- if college football was like 20 weeks, that's you're asking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for people that we expect to go to class and yeah. school and like, like they're yeah. not getting paid for this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Bleacher Report one was was pretty bad. I mean, there were just some dumb ones in there. They dress like clowns, you know, like 
They bring in appropriately was, young children. Oh, so this was just written by a boomer. About, I'm just not even sure. sports, it's just about things in and general. And I was, I was super excited to read the comments. They don't have comments enabled on oh, this article. Yeah. Uh, they fail miserably at contests. Like, oh, I can't believe that you don't know how to shoot a half court shot. What are you doing? You know, like, what? Why are you? What do you even mean? They make stupid defense signs. Like, bro, let people do what they want to do. They steal your crap. Like, that was it. They didn't say they steal your stuff. They steal your crap. Like, are these people sneaking into your uh, stall? Good to, good to see that Clint Eastwood still has a job. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they wear fur coats. Like, I have never want That is <laughs> literally specifically talking about Joe Namath. Number 15. He said, you know who wore fur coats? Joe Namath, Elizabeth Taylor, Floyd Mayweather, and weirdo sports fans. Not once, what? not once, <laughs> not once in the history of every sport. Are we supposed I've to have fur coats and nobody told us? We are not sports fans, Bobby. I didn't, had no idea. I got to buy a sports it's the a most fur coat ex- now. It's the most expensive way on the planet to stay warm and the easiest way to make yourself look like a complete idiot. <laughs> I have never. This guy feels never, like an SNL skit. Never once. I've never once seen a fur coat at a sporting event. <laughs> Like, I only oh, knew you about Joe Yeah, I'm guessing <laughs> so. They take their shirts off. Like, yeah, that's why I hate the beach, guys. <laughs> uh, so are they wearing fur coats or are they taking their shirt off, dude? I am, yeah, I mean, either either or. <laughs> they wear the fur coats and then they got no shirt on under. <laughs> Engage in too much PDA. Like, no, like, I mean, maybe, but like only in a normal level that they... This dude is just talking about specific times in his life. He's had issues. <laughs> they, and, and they embarrass my gender. <laughs> it's I'm like, s- And I'm assuming his gender is a female. <laughs> uh, so I've seen the way men behave at sporting events and pretty much everywhere I've, I've ever been, aside from most ladies' room. Why are you in a ladies' room? I'm not really sure. Uh, they taunt the losers. It's a fake event where none of us can do anything that players are doing this out is there. Wild. And dude, they bring in politics. They accost the athletes. Like, yeah, that guy that's making 60 mil and I'm telling his mom doesn't love him. That's the problem here. Okay. <laughs> they stand the whole time. Like, bro, didn't I pay for this just like you paid for it? And they scream at each other. <laughs> this article was just written by Cam Newton because somebody wouldn't sell him a fur coat, obviously. They throw garbage. <laughs> They start fights. That is true. That one is pretty <laughs> accurate. They steal from and or have no regard for children. <laughs> hey, I, I've said this once before. I'll say it again. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids, dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry about your, you know, like I, they light fires. And then he goes on to talk like a specific soccer about specific soccer hooligans doing it. They vomit, puke, purge, barf, blow chunks, etc. Those are all the same yeah. thing. Those are all the same thing. They never put down their cell phones. Well, pick a okay. thing. We need to, during the offseason, just go through this guy's entire list. Because this oh, is an amazing that list. That was the whole list, but yeah. Because <laughs> I want to I want to do that whole list. Yeah. I, we, we, that's a checklist now. It is. All of it. I, I mean, I felt like we're, st- we're starting to fire I'm tonight, not, obviously. I'm not throwing up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that. Because we'll that's kids a waste. I've done that way before. <laughs> I was at a Vanderbilt game and they're shooting t-shirts off. This kid had him a Vandy shirt already. 
I jumped up and snatched that out of that kid. That XL ain't fitting that kid. Nah, bro. Get out of here. I don't care if you want this. I'm not going to give it to you. If I ever catch a foul ball, you think I'm giving it to a kid? I mean, I probably would because really, really my dream is just to catch the foul ball, not to have it. But like, yeah, I mean, but if I wanted it. Plus, you've already lived your life. You caught six beers, uh, a foul six beers. That is true. And also, you you remember that time that you were going to get... uh, get drinks and i was just sitting there with the big bucket of popcorn and my beer in my hand and i overhood overhand snagged that shirt dude everybody is super impressed had the beer (laughs) drank the beer they're like this dude's a baller all right um so uh, season ending cliffhangers on a on shows that release all at one time last week i talked uh, very briefly about my hate of cliffhangers and here's my thing if you are ending the season your show should be good enough where you can get people to watch the next season of your show without needing a cliffhanger. Like why cause undue stress on your viewers when you can just say, cool. Like, I would imagine it gets people talking about it more and but ups you can, the we can value. T- but like, I, I don't know for me, it's never, I'm not, I'm not, talking, I'm not defending yeah, it. I'm, never I'm talking just saying about the why? cliffhangers. I'm usually talking about something else. Cause like, why am I going to talk about the cliffhangers? Well, Cause we don't know the outcome yet. You're not those people though. Like there, I mean, you've seen social media, okay, yeah. and you know who those people are. And theories are one of the all-time favorites. I'm not arguing for them. I'm just saying why they do it. Yeah, I so. just hate cliffhangers in general. Like, if your show should be good enough, where you don't need to rely on cliffhangers. Not, not disagreeing. Mine, real quick. My computer doesn't have a light on my numbers lock button, so I, I never mine. It does. So I never know when it's numbers locked or not. Which is very oh, oh I see what you're saying. It doesn't like stay on. Well, it stays on. I thought you meant like it wasn't backlit. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that'd no, be weird if you're, it's if you're not the only one that's not backlit. No, no, it's no, it just doesn't have a little, you know, like I hit my caps lock button. I know if it's locked or not. Oh, mine doesn't do that. Now, when I do hit caps lock it, on the screen, a big like like padlock shows up and I guess I just always keep it off. Um, but yeah, no, mine doesn't do that either. Then if they, yeah. if, if what we're talking, it's about. annoying. Like, I, how do I know if my numbers lock is on or not? Like, I guess I've always just like, no, I guess it's also because in work I use a 10 key a lot. So like, it's very helpful to yeah. see the little light to show that I have my numbers lock on. I just, it just yeah. bothers me. I use mine a lot when I'm designing D and D maps, not for work, but I, I find that when I'm putting values in, I, I do, I do. Yeah, the, dude, the I'm a 10, back. I'm a 10 key guy. I, like, you know, what's wild is growing like, I remember in middle school, like when we were taking keyboard lessons, they refused to let us, like when we had to use numbers, they wouldn't let us use the, we had to use the top numbers, which is wild stupid. to me. That's stupid. I'm a, I, they say it that, takes too long to go over here, but it's like typing oh. class in high school was literally the most valuable thing that I ever had in high school like i am like i mean i'm not like a super speedy typer but i type like 60 65 words a minute you know like and it's thanks to typing class well so. they always told us like well not every program you have is gonna have spell check so you have to like know always know what you're doing yeah that was like the same teacher that told you you're well, not always gonna have a calculator yeah. yeah it's like you're right because i am gonna go back a- to those teachers and stone cold stunner yeah i'm just like not I'm, tell them why just stone cold stunner i just wonder what they tell the kids now they're like well you're not gonna have oh, a calculator so in honest, my class honestly <laughs> kids today are such assholes they're probably like fuck it just do whatever you want yeah that's true because <laughs> they are the worst every man. every generation say oh this new group of kids, they're the worst kids. They're These way worse than all us. That's you, them <laughs> tic-tackers. Get all us right, out guys. of here, bro. We, we should go to a game. Right, we're going to a game. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.
Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.